Welcome back to another episode of the Vile Files Going Deeper Edition. I'm your host, Nick, joined by the household of Ali, Genevieve, and Derek. Man is in Spain? Spain or Ireland? We don't know which one. Anyway, it doesn't matter. She is traveling the world, having a sabbatical. Our pop culture correspondent, Ali Joy, returns. She's with us. And our special guest for today, the one, the only friend of show, Wells Adam Z. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Whoa, dude. I was thinking about like something else, <laughs> some other compliment I want to say, and then I got caught up in my words. I'm okay, I'm really upset that the show started the way it did. Because I've been watching all the clips and all the videos and you didn't say Wells. How's your heart? Well, I haven't started yet. I want to know. I want you to ask me about my heart. Beat me to it. <laughs> I thought that's how it started. That's how all their videos go. It does. It's like someone sits down, they put on the headphones like dramatically. We do yes. that sometimes. Well, we do a little B-roll at the end. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but also, typically, our, our Growing Deeper guests won't be in our intros. Yeah. But being the friend and the professional that you are, I figured we'd just give everyone as much well as that. So this is like the B-Squad show? Is huh? this what I am? No. This is the, I would say this is the A-Squad. Oh, okay. If there's, if there, we like to think of all our programming as equal footing. Okay. This would be our ma- our flagship show. Okay. 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 I feel be- I feel better. Yeah. No. no, you're super important. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. How was your heart? Well, speeding. Speeding. Yeah. I'm alive. That's the. Thank God. You, you, <laughs> that's what you came in to say. Yeah. He's been waiting I didn't all think past. I didn't think past the answer, like to the answer. I just wanted to be a part of the thing. And also, well, I've got I've got nothing going on. Like how I'm was not. Your heart? Well, you just married two people. I did. You know, you, it's you, full you of love. created a union of love. But if we're being honest, they are already married. No, which Natalie and I mm-hmm. uh, have talked about the possibility of wedding yeah. each other. At the courthouse? Prior, but prior really, to the birth of our daughter. Because on her birth certificate, it will say yeah. that we... That is I that gave true? Birth to her out of wedlock. That basically. she was born in sin. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> if we, if, yes. Is that true, Allie? Yes, this is what I've been like told. If, if people aren't married, well, wait, it says will, wedlock. Will, will the, will the bir- I don't know if it says will the wedlock. Be- will the birth certificate say bastard? <laughs> <laughs> when if a birth we're... parent or other parent are not married to each other, the law says the birth parent and the other parent must complete a VDOP or get a court order. A VOP. What? A VOP. A VOP. A VOP. We you have gotta to get do that. <laughs> you know the VOP. <laughs> you have to establish legal. Oh, establishing legal parent. I, I read percentage and I was like, like, who gets what? 60, 40? Like, uh, <laughs> I parentage. want 51%. Yeah. I want the top half. The bottom half is the yeah. gross part. I'm good on that. <laughs> establishing legal parentage is easy and free and helps a child in many ways. Okay. Well, if you need an officiant to marry you guys before the actual wedding, so you are like actual, you got ordained. You yes. are, you could like, if you were in an airplane and someone's like, oh my God, we need to get married right now. You could do it. Yes. They sent me a, like a card, mm-hmm. like a credit card thing. Yes. I've also got like a lanyard that can wow. go on the inside of my jacket. And is that good for any Life. of the uh, 50 states of America? Yes, I believe so. Wow. So you could be in an airplane. Yes. Well, after going to Joe and Serena's first class wedding. Just truly exceptional. I, I will say, though, that there were a lot of jokes about them already being married. Yes. 
which <laughs> I will like would love to avoid if we did that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there were more jokes about them already being married or the age gap yeah. between Joe and Serena. <laughs> which I never like knew that that was a thing. I didn't think things so either, which yeah. is just like, holy shit, I can't, we... Yeah, you're gonna get a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> They're 11 years. I feel like, I feel like Joe and Serena walked so I could say, don't fucking do that at yeah, my yeah, wedding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so the problem that Joe and Serena had was they got caught coming out of the courthouse by paparazzi. So it became so public. famous, yeah. Yeah, they're so... Oh, my God. So everyone knew, right? And then so before you get married, whoever's marrying you, you get together and you talk about, like, everything. So I was like, is it known, like, amongst your family and friends that, like, you guys are already married? And they were like, yes, everyone knows, like, this is really a pretend wedding. And I was like, okay, then we can lean into that. Yeah. But you're right, like... During all the, the um, the speeches, it was just nonstop. Joe is an old fuck, and <laughs> Serena is like young. A child and, bride. Yeah, yes. like, it was like <laughs> I look at them. I'm like, they're kind of like the same age. Team. I was like, yes, yeah, Serena's way more mature. Than yeah, Joe. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Um, uh, yeah, it was also just a truly great, lovely wedding. Joe also. Um, kissed her before you said to kiss. Oh, that was, was hilarious. I almost had a panic attack. Natalie goes, oh no! Yeah. <laughs> so did I. Yeah. I said, no, 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 no! And then yeah. go, Joe goes, what, am I not supposed to do that? And you're like, have you ever been to a wedding? Yeah, like, what? But it was so Joe. It totally. was so beautifully, Joe, for anyone who doesn't know, we're talking about uh, Joe and Serena were giving each other their vows. Yeah. And... After they finished. Joe did his speech yeah you know very joe-ish and then got done and was like kind of so proud of himself like i love you baby and, and he went i love you baby and leaned in for a kiss and nally screams no yeah. every, i feel like every yeah, yeah everyone was like <gasps> yeah. yeah but i actually kind of love that he did that because it just it was very joey totally in, in the best possible way well and like and then i say like i know you guys are already married but like come on we're like yeah. almost there it was funny because she so beforehand they came to me and they're like, who, well, I needed to know the nuts and bolts of everything, right? Uh, so I was like, so who's going first in terms of vows? And they were like going back and forth. And I was like, well, who's going to kill? Like, who's going to be funnier? And Joe's like, I'm going to be funnier. I was like, okay, yeah. then Serena should go first because you never want to follow someone yeah. that kills, right? So she went first. And <laughs> after her thing, which was really heartfelt and beautiful, I thought for sure they were going to kiss. And I was like ready for it. Yeah. And then Joe opens up with this joke and I was like, okay, this is me, yuck, yuck. So like, whatever. <laughs> and then at the end, he's like, I love you, baby. And then goes in for a kiss. And I was like, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> that joke was so good. And it's so funny because we ran into them in the hotel, like the first day we got, like the mm -hmm. Friday oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. before. And he was like, I have told the videographer to make a reel of my vows because they're so killer. Yeah. They're so good. Yeah, like Natalie said, was joking with Joe and Joe like admitted it was true that like when Joe was like writing his vows the night before, he would like laugh at his own joke and kind of like write it down and be like, that's hilarious. Yeah. Like yeah. he was in a separate room. <laughs> Joe's was wonderful. I thought Serena's was a little funnier. Really? Well, because it was... She wasn't trying to be funny. Yeah. And then she made that joke about like not wanting to say this because it's going to go to his head. It yeah. was like really endearing, but funny and very sweet. I mean, they were both great, yeah. but yeah. Well, so like it, for everyone that doesn't know, Joe's joke was when I you know, first came down to paradise, I was 
I was panic stricken. I was nervous. And then I saw you with with browning her brown, brown eyes, eyes yeah, curly yeah. hair, big smile. And I walked up to you and and I said, Wells, I'm so glad you're here or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So that's the big misdirection. Is yeah. He thinks we're talking yeah. about Serena. And then it's so and it's funny if you watch that reel on his on his Instagram. I'm st- I'm going through the nuts and bolts in my head of like, hey, what the next the next act is or the next beat. And so I'm not really listening to I'm, I'm listening, but I'm not yeah, really listening. Yeah. And so you can see I give him a laugh because I know it's the, like the appropriate time to You're laugh. Like, yeah, sure. And then you can see the gears turn and be like, oh, <laughs> yeah. and then I really laugh. I don't know. It, it was I think that was yeah. was very, very funny. And the, but he screwed up something else, too. Um, oh, and I started doing the I do's like you, Joe, take Serena to be your lawfully wedded wife. I do. And I was oh, like, yeah. Hold on, I have like seven more <laughs> yeah, things yeah. before you say I do. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, but it was just so them. Like, I feel like, and everyone thought the same. It was, it couldn't be a more Joe and Serena moment up there. I feel like Serena poised and, you know, eloquent. And yes. then Joe just like kind of fucking it all up. I don't know. Still, I, don't like, know. Yeah. I know. I like, so I went on their podcast yesterday and we were we were talking about it and they're like, thank you for taking it so seriously because we didn't. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, well, I didn't want to screw it all up. But one of my favorite takeaways of the entire weekend was getting to meet their parents. And like whatever you think Joe's parents are like, you're 100 percent right. Like <laughs> like Joe's dad it sounds just like him, looks a lot like him, gigantic hands. His name is Joe. Everyone's name is Joe or yeah. Joanne or Joey yeah. or Joseph. That's such an Italian family. It was the most. And I, I told this on my podcast, too. But like the last the last night, the night they got married, we went out and got pizza, of course, with Joe's cousin, Gina, and other cousin, Spaghetti. Oh. The guy's name was Spaghetti. And I was like, I don't know if I can say this to you. Like, my name's Spaghetti. We went out, got pizza with Spaghetti. Drank Chianti in the courtyard until five o'clock in the morning. And I was like, this is the most Italian thing oh I've God. ever done. And I loved it. And I loved Did it. Did you guys exchange numbers with spaghetti? I don't think so. But <gasps> was... I, we're in the DMs now. Joe took me to, he's like, do you want to meet my dad? And I was like, no, of course I do. Yeah. So he took me and he saw his mom first. So he introduced me to his mom, sweetest woman ever. And then he took me over to his dad and he goes, dad, she said I got my looks from mom. And he goes, ah, oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah big joe is the best yeah. and uh, we've got a date i'm going i'm going to chicago i'm going over to their house he's gonna make me uh he's like it's it's gravy but i we, but we call it sauce i'm gonna make you some sauce and i'm like yeah okay great sauce. i don't know that's so is it is it sauce or is it gravy he's like everyone calls it gravy but we call it sauce in chicago i was like okay but like tomato, like I a spaghetti guess sauce. I don't he'll, know. He'll like find I, out. I don't know. <laughs> or is it like a meat gravy sauce? Yeah, like I don't know if it's like biscuits and gravy yeah. or if it's like tomato sauce. I don't know. But all I know is it's called sauce. And I'm very excited for it. So yeah. they asked you by a text. Is that what I heard? Yes. Joe just texted you and was like, hey, do you want to? He goes, hey, I got something to ask you. Will you marry Serena and I? And I, my initial response was, I feel like this is more of a phone call <laughs> yeah. than a text. But sure. Yeah. But then I was like, hell yeah. When someone asks you to do something like that, you're like, yeah. And then you're like, oh, this is a lot of responsibility. And like, I don't even know if I can go to the wedding. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> when is the wedding? Yeah. But yeah. It, but it's really funny, too, though, because for our wedding, initially, Ty Burrell was supposed to marry us. And 
he had a family emergency like a week beforehand. So we were like, oh, God, what do we do? And I, no shit, we texted Jesse Tyler Ferguson. We didn't even call. And I, I remember telling Sarah, I was like, we need to FaceTime him and ask him. And she was like, let's just text him and see what he says. And then if he's like, yes, then we'll FaceTime. That's what we did. Yeah. But yeah. I was texted by Joseph. But that's the most Joe thing ever. That's like Nick, too. I told him, I was like, I have to figure out all my bridesmaids proposal boxes. And he's like, fuck. You're just like, you just text him and ask. Like, what do yeah. you mean? I'm like, no, you no. can't do that. Well, I'm not saying text, but I don't, I'm not giving everyone a box. We were just, we were out to dinner with one of our friends and Nick was like, so do you like, do you want to be like a groomsman? And he yeah. was like, uh, um, yeah, like, <laughs> like, I guess. Yeah. It's it, the guys. It's so informal, informal for guys and for girls. It's like. You're getting a wicker box <laughs> yeah. with, you know, like gold Wine, leaf. Scrunchies. Yes, of course. You need <laughs> all those things. <laughs> yeah. Sarah's boxes were ridiculous and cost, I'm sure, way too much money. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. But it's a thing. They all, yeah. I did. I tell you what I did do. I did do um, like a box for my groomsmen at the wedding, which was like I gave everyone like a really nice tie. I gave everyone like a flask and, you know. Like yeah, you got to give a little merch. A knife. The I worst think. was. I Jared feel like gave me a hoodie. You got to plan ahead <laughs> because this was like my brother-in-law texting me five to seven days before the wedding. Maybe a couple days more, but not much. And he was like, Allie, I need your help getting like customized things for all of my groomsmen. And I was like, we are out of time for custom. Yeah. I was yeah. like, we are getting generic. I was like, I'll find you whiskey glasses, but they're not going to be etched with anybody's initials. Yeah. I was yeah. like, nope. <laughs> etched. Etched. Uh-uh. Oh, we're having a girl. Was that? Oh yeah, we Who's announced this morning. Oh yeah, I saw that on Instagram. I didn't yeah. know if we were allowed to talk about it. Yeah, that's congratulations. Thanks. You're gonna be such a good girl, Dad. I feel like I, I am. Yeah. You're such a good girl, Dad. Am I allowed to be like, yeah, yeah? No, of course. Nick thinks he's gonna be this like strict parent, and I'm like, the second that this little girl who who looks like you is like, Daddy, I really want I hope this she looks Barbie. Like you. You're gonna be like. Yeah, sure. Let's buy 10 Barbies. Can we get all the Barbies off the shelf? You're going to yeah. crumble at her. I don't. Yeah, I, I think I'll definitely be a softie, but I, I, I don't. I can't wait. To Your heart wrong. of stone will crumble. <laughs> I, I just don't want to spoil. I don't want to have a spoiled kid. Yeah. Especially like we're on the fringes of Hollywood here, right? Like you look at all these kids, these like Nepo babies, and you're like, I, I hate them already, yeah. you know? So like, yeah. our kid will not be <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah. yeah, I just, you know, I don't I don't know how I'm going to do. They will you know? not be wearing a Balenciaga hoodie into, no, yeah. uh, you know, a Beyonce concert. No. Have, she'll have chores. Did she, you have chores growing up? Absolutely. But like at what age? I, I don't know. Like really young. My chore was I had to, I remember all of them actually. I had to fill the wood box. That was one of the things. So then I, that means I also had to chop it's like the heavy, wood. heavy, yeah. For a kid. You had to chop wood? <laughs> yeah, but we had one of those, we had a, a wood chopper that you put it in and then you like crank this thing and this like blade would come. How and, old were you? I don't know, like 10. Okay. And then we had a wheelbarrow that had so many spiders in it. And I remember I was like, this is something like a fucking <laughs> bit. And I'd fill that up and then we had a, uh, a wood box, you know, that like uh, on the outside you put it in and on the inside you can open it up and get it. My dad loved a fire, big fire guy. And then I also had to take... We had a long driveway down to our house. At the time, we had like these crates for the recycling, and I had to take the crates up to the top of um of the hill. Those are my you chores. Take the trash, yeah. Nick yeah. Nick says as soon as she 
is able to ask for things, she will be doing her chores. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what well, are her chores going to be? Yeah. I don't know. He I just said, <laughs> he said if she wants if she wants a toy, he said, "Okay, go vacuum your room 30 times." <laughs> 30 times she has to vacuum her room before she gets a toy? I mean, I did kind of say that, but it's not exactly what I meant. I don't know what age. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure I'll get a lot of books and, you know, my therapist will give me her two cents on, you know, child development and what age, you know, you should do this and what you should do that. But I think as early as I possibly can without fucking up my kid, I want them to know the difference between need and want. And the things that they want, I want them to be willing to work for it, you know, and maybe that is cleaning up a room or whatever. But like, you know, I don't know how what life's. But right now we are incredibly privileged. Mm -hmm. We can afford kind of anything our kid could ever want. Yeah. I'm I'm guessing we can afford it, you know, type of thing. I hope my kid doesn't come out asking for like Rolexes. But you know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) most of the toys that she wants, we could afford, you know, what birthdays and Christmas. I want to spoil her, you know, but like she's going to ask for a lot of things. You know, and I, I don't want to have a spoiled kid. And if she wants things and if she's willing to work towards them, I'd, I want to instill that work ethic as, as early as I can. It's something my parents did with me and it's paid dividends. Yeah. You know? I, I saw something, uh, where a dad was like, our, the currency in our house is knowledge. So like pages, pages equal money. Yeah. And I was like, that's a good idea. Yeah, something, something yeah. where they, you know, they understand I want this. My dad, we were at the lake house and I think I mentioned this on the show a couple, like last couple weeks ago, but my parents even told me this story about, you know, I wanted something. I think it was like a, like a, a, a deck of cards or something like, you know, like 1993, the entire season of NBA. I don't know, whatever the fuck it was. And I had to like mow lawns and do yeah. jobs. And then I had enough money and I was like, I don't think I want it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know? And I like understood the value of how much things cost yeah. and earning things. And, and, and that's a lot different than having a kid who's just, I want this, I want that. Having no concept of what things cost or money or what it takes to earn something. Yeah, I, I do want, and maybe it's pages, maybe it's reading, maybe it's, yeah, I don't know what it is, but just the idea of I lived on a golf course as a kid and um, it's a privilege. And <laughs> Uh, we, so people would hit golf balls into our yard and stuff. Um, so we would sell golf balls and lemonade to the golfers. And so that I would do the same thing. My, I never got money. My parents never gave me any money. So I would go out there and I'd like, if I needed, like, I remember needing new wheels for my rollerblades. Yes. I rollerbladed. (laughs) I rollerbladed. Well, you roller skate. Yeah. You're good at roller skating. I was really good at rollerblading and it was heartbreaking to me when that became like not cool and i was like who made this decision i'm good at this one anyways i remember i'd I'd sell golf balls and lemonade or sometimes beers until i got like enough money for the rollerblades and the same thing i once i once i like worked for that and i was like that was so much more work than what these the the joy that this is gonna bring me no i'm not doing this those are valuable lessons yeah and like you remember them how were you selling beers illegally yeah where were you sourcing them from my fridge. The re- fridge. So you would just steal beers from yes. your parents and then sell them to other people. Yes. Okay. Oh, and, and like I kind of respect that. <laughs> I'd be really proud of my kid. I mean, it, you know, as long as she's they're not drinking anything. And we, and we would also like this is such a terrible thing, but we were kids, so like we didn't know. We would always pretend one was sick. But we wouldn't oh say God. how sick they like were. Terminally sick. I, that, <laughs> was, that was that was the implication. And so we would make a sign. We'd be like, 
You made a sign? like... Raising money for our sick sister, and then we put my sick sister like in a, on a chair, and, and we'd be like, "Look sick," and she's like, "Ah, oh, no!" I like how you were like, "That was the implication," and yeah. then you were like, "No, there was a sign, and she was in a chair. Yeah. We wrapped like her in a blanket. Yeah. We, we put some like it was one of those black underneath her eyes, so she looked like she hadn't slept in a while. Did you have one of those thermometers with a money goal? Yeah. <laughs> we were terrible." Oh, so, but I remember, I do remember people being like, okay, lemonade, or we were also saying sold Tang. Do you guys remember Tang? Oh, yeah. Tang was good, man. And then I remember guys would come up and be like, well, do you have any beer? And we'd be like, yeah. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, we'll we got to go inside. And then my dad be like, what are you doing? And they're like, someone wants a beer. And he's like, charge them more. What you know? <laughs> yeah. But how much would you sell a beer for? I don't even, I don't really, I remember that lemonade was 50 cents. The golf ball's. It depended on like the shape and the quality of the golf ball. And I think, yeah, I think beers were like $3. So you were basically a beer cart girl at, at Dude, like 10 years so, old. <laughs> so we live on the corner of 9 and 10 and that bitch of a beer cart girl. So we were on 10 fairway and she would go sit on on 10 tee box and cut us off right before they got to us. <laughs> no. So I, what'd you do? How'd you get her back? My sister had like terminal cancer or something. That's how we got back. They're like, sorry, there's a sick kid up there. We got to keep going. <laughs> They're like, oh my God, we got to return this because this poor girl. Did the golf course like realize that you were selling basically yeah. them their balls back? Oh yeah. And so there Did was- Did you get in trouble? No, not at all. Well, because we found them. <laughs> They're a bunch of rich people. And That's so, true. But there was also, so there was one hole that you had to hit over a gully. So it was like- you know, balls would get lost down there. And so we'd go hunt for them down there when we would run out of balls. But it was full of poison oak. So sometimes the sick sister did look like she had something wrong with her because we were just always full of poison oak from it. So we had, yeah, we had to work for it. This is amazing that we've gotten here from where we started. Can I ask a question about, were you planning on this? So we... Did you pull the goalie? We decided to like let... We were just kind of like, yeah. We were like, let's just see what happens if like we were to do this. And I don't know. Well, but that's what happens. Yes. No, yeah. Well, we, you know, <laughs> well, we, you always we hear that it takes a long time yeah. and that you got to, you know, it's like, just, I'm like, like old as shit. Fuck, so it has nothing yeah. to do with you. <laughs> Does it that? No. I, don't no, know. I feel Picasso like men had children have... well into his 70s. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Didn't Al Pacino Sometimes just have a kid? Sometimes men yeah. have. Well, listen, we were, to answer your question, we were kind of like, Let's see what happens. Yeah. And I, there, there was definitely a part of me of like, I don't know, like as individuals, we always wanted children. Yeah. You know, I've been on this earth for a minute and it was kind of like, I'm pretty sure I can. I hope I can. And like, yeah. there's a little bit of an anxiety. You have, I've had a handful of friends really struggle uh, with getting pregnant. You're kind of like, well, what if, what if it takes us a while? And I don't know. And then. You know, it's kind of like we're engaged, we're getting married. I'm definitely ready, and it's kind of like, what's the worst that could happen? Well, the worst thing that happens, we were blessed with a child, yeah. and so we were yeah. kind of like, fuck it. And then, but it was in fact the first time. Yeah, it, of course it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, so how did you tell him? So I found out that morning, and he had gone to work already. Now, was it like a thing of 
I feel different or like my I've... boobs hurt. Okay. So I was like, okay. And I had taken a pregnancy test like a week before and mm-hmm. it was negative. Okay. And that's when we kind of had this conversation of like, well, what if it takes us a while? Like, will that be frustrating? How will we, you know, go through that? We had this conversation. Then a week later, I'm like, oh, my boobs kind of hurt. Like, I'm just going to take another one because I had a ton in this yeah. drawer. You did have so many. I had so you took many. multiple. I had so many. <laughs> I was like, Natalie, where did these all come from? <laughs> Anytime Nick would go to the grocery store, I'd be like, I don't know, just like grab a couple yeah. <laughs> like, just in case. And so I took it and it immediately came up pregnant. Yeah. You had COVID. Immediately. You knew exactly <laughs> when you had COVID. Immediately. Yeah. <laughs> And so I am like, so, yeah. yeah. Like, ah. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. I'm like so shocked. I have no idea. I'm like, I couldn't believe it. He's like recording. I'm Did like, you I cry? Can't call. Oh, yeah. Sobbed, sobbed. Yeah. Then He's Cindy recording. came over. I didn't. Yeah. Then Cindy came over and she's like, <laughs> so was she what the are first you? person that knew? <laughs> she's like, what are you crying about? And there's like, 17 pregnancy tests on the counter. She's like, oh, fuck. So did you take oh. one? she you a bitch. <laughs> you bitch. That's what she said. Did you take one? It. You immediately had COVID. And then so then did you were you like, OK, I need to take another one yeah. to like. But I also like I was like, oh, my God, I just used up all my pee. So then yeah. I'm like chugging water. <laughs> and then I'm like, what is this going to like water it down? Like, is it going to come up negative because yeah. I drank all this yeah. water? I don't know. Wash so, the kid out. Went through that whole day. So he's recording that time. He's at work. Okay. Um, I am like trying to figure out what I can do. I'm like, I want to make something special. Like, yeah. I don't want to just say like, hey, I'm pregnant. So I'm like, let's record ourselves like cooking dinner together, yeah, you know? And I knew he had to get parchment paper out of this drawer to like beat the meat. Mm-hmm. Beat the meat. Yeah. <laughs> and, Which you did which, just a couple months earlier. Couple, yeah. <laughs> and so we're recording it and he's taking it so fucking serious. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 that wasn't a good take. Let's redo it. I'm like, no, <laughs> let's just get no, through it. Because she's like, hey, we should like share our kale salad <laughs> recipe. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. He gets so excited. Everyone's going to love this. Yeah. Like, yeah, we should do this. Yeah. And then he's like, well, let's stop recording and let's like get the stuff. I'm like, no, no, let's just keep recording. Yeah. And he finally opens the drawer and there's all I had was we didn't know the gender, but all I had was a pink onesie that I had bought my friend. Yeah. Who had a baby that I just never sent to her by accident. So I was like, I'll put that in there. I don't know. Screams baby with all the pregnancy tests and like a little sign that said, hi, dad. And he was so shocked yeah but did you I mean, were you like what is this doing in here well first i open it up and i was just and i looked and i go are you pregnant kind of like in this shock and then i had this like i don't, I don't really don't remember <clears throat> yeah but then moments later i had the self-awareness i'm like like what was all happening like oh i'm being recorded and then i was like i'm, I'm messing this up like i'm yeah i was like i'm gonna turn this yeah, off like, <laughs> too. Yeah. you know like because i was just so i wasn't given the oh my god you know i was just like yeah. Yeah, it just, was very shocking. And then I got self-conscious about being recorded and I was acting all fucking weird and yeah, so we're we're not posting that video. Yeah, no. But, but he was like, "Are we having a girl?" And I was like, "No, no, no. I don't yeah. know. That's all I had." <laughs> but how was the kale salad? Really good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Oof. I actually threw it up the other day, so I can't eat that anymore. Oh, no. It was so bad. And my chiropractor said, "We don't digest kale very well." And I was like, "No, I'm aware." Yeah. Um well, yeah. I don't think I, I mean, humans just don't, right. not pregnant women. Right, right, yeah. yeah. What What are some of the weird things that, like, your um, your cravings that are weird? Do you have any? I don't really have weird cravings. I craving sweets recently. Yeah, I, I do sweets. I like my ice cream with um, a bowl of chocolate ice cream with brownie in it. Okay. With, with milk, milk and, and ice. three ice cubes Interesting. in a bowl. 
crazy. Because ice cubes keep it like kind of like icy and yeah, cold, yeah, you yeah. know, and then the milk just adds to like. But that sounds like something that you did beforehand. You did. Yeah, it is. But I like really crave it now. So not not like pickles and anchovies or some weird thing pickles, like that. Pickles, yes. Um, pickles. But I always like pickles. I actually, did we ever tell this story on the podcast about the pickle incident? I don't think so. Nick left one day and I, <laughs> as soon as he left, I was like, oh my God, I need a pickle. Yeah. Oh my God. So I go to the fridge, new, brand new jar. I have little, little tiny hands yeah. and I could not open it. Oh no. And I am trying and trying and trying. I call him. I'm like on the verge of tears. I'm like, I can't open this <laughs> fucking pickle jar. He's like, oh no. It like, was like her first craving in a lot. Like, yeah. Yeah. Since being pregnant. So she just decided she needed a pickle. Yeah. Yeah. So Nick is like, put it under hot water, like tap the side. He's like trying to help me. It's like nothing is working. So then he's like, take it outside and throw it on the ground. No, I'm no. Like, <laughs> I said, take it outside and grab a, it. <laughs> grab a pot and put it in the pot and put like a towel over and fucking break that shit like, and grab your fuck? pickle. I'm like, so a <laughs> glassy, down with some glass. a glassy pickle. Why, like, why, that's every time I, I tell this Nicole? story to someone, everyone looks at me like I'm insane. I, my pregnant fiance is in a panic she needs a pickle i'm on the road she's like i need a pickle i'm like we can i'll buy she's like well what about the juices and everything i'm like well put it in a pot again cover it and you're just pulling out a pickle there's not gonna be shards of glass everywhere and you're saving the juice if you need it and i'll just buy some new pickles everyone's looking at me like i'm insane i'm trying to get my pregnant fiance some goddamn pickle (laughs) that was not an option for me Non-starter. So then I'm like, Wait, I'm, by the way, do you want to know how to do that? When you, if you're ever in this situation again, please, I can tell you how. So the reason why it's hard to open is because there's negative air pressure in there. Right. And that's why okay. it does that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So to, to get it off, if you take it like it fucks up the thing, but if you need to get something open, take a knife, mm-hmm. stab it, open a hole in there. So the negative air pressure changes and then you can open up <gasps> easily. Stab it wow. through the top. Why didn't you sounds, know that? That sounds more dangerous to take a fucking <laughs> knife and stab the top of a jar than yeah. taking it outside. And, and hitting it with a hammer. <laughs> and pulling out a pickle. Yeah. Anyway, so I... You you sound, wait, hold on. You sound so much like Jerry Seinfeld right there. Hey, she needs a mocking pickle. Yeah. <laughs> What's the deal with these jars? <laughs> yeah, he does. So I take it outside and I'm like, there's got to be a neighbor. Like, checking the mail, yeah. taking the trash, something. She's so like, I go outside. Ten. Yeah, and I am like in my little house outfit, you know, just like shorts and like no bra, little tank top, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Surely a man will come in this outfit. <laughs> UPS man is driving. Yeah, there he is. And I'm like waving him down. I'm on the phone. Yeah. Like, can you I'm like waving him down in the middle of the street. He stops and I'm like, can you open my pickle? Oh my jar? god. He's like, am I in a porn right now? Literally, my sister <laughs> texted me. She was like, he hundred percent thought he was in a porn. I'm like, he was so fucking mean to me. Was he? Yes. He was like, he opened it and then it spilt pickle juice on him. He's like, now nah, I have fucking pickle juice all over me. I'm like, okay, sorry, thanks. And like just took it and left. But he honestly, like, could have. Yeah. What, like, yeah. He you should have been like, you know what? I was going to fuck you. Yeah. But not but now, anymore. I'm not. Now it's not happening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My husband has gone to work. I was. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so. Yeah, that happened. That was the only, like, strong. But hold on. Did you get a pickle? Yes. Oh, yeah, because he opened yes, it. Okay. He opened, he opened it for yeah, me. Yeah. And I ran inside. And... and he begrudgingly squealed off. Yeah. 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 He couldn't have. He couldn't have left faster. Well, if you are 
in the uh, small business arena or maybe you're thinking about starting a business, maybe you have this great idea and you're like, you know what, I want to sell a bunch of my widgets and my gadgets online. Well, you've got to be using Shopify. Shopify, that's right. Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. I've been a Shopify customer for years. It is an excellent platform if you have a product that you want to get to your customers. It's great analytics. It works with so many different applications that help streamline your business. One of those uh, applications being ShipStation, which we talk about all the time. But that's what's great about Shopify. It's kind of drag and drop functionality. It's super easy to design. You can be having a business up and running in a day. If you have an idea and you're ready to start your business, Shopify is ready to help you sell your products to your customers. You can track your orders. You can track your analytics. You can get your money directed directly into your bank account. It's amazing just how easy it is. You, you would think that you would have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars to get someone to design a platform like this. Well, it's ready to go for you. Shopify covers every sales channel from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform. It even lets you sell across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram, packed with industry-leading tools ready to ignite your growth. Shopify gives you complete control over your business and your brand without having to learn any new skills to design or code. And thanks to their 24-7 help and extensive business course library, Shopify is here to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash V-I-A-L-L, all lowercase. Just go to shopify.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Again, that's all lowercase to take your business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Now it's time to get serious about selling and try Shopify today. Can you believe we've seen seven months without an NFL game? I can't. It's crazy. Well, good thing that's over. NFL is here and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't-miss offer for week one. This week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. For the ladies out there, if, if your man is into football and you want to uh, enjoy the action, just uh, go over to DraftKings, put a $5 bet down, you'll get a couple hundred bucks. Trust me, you'll be super into the game. Let the action just drive you. It'll be fun. I'm telling you, nothing will make it more exciting than putting a couple bucks down and seeing if you can win. And the best part is you're going to get a couple hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly. Download now and use code V-I-A-L-L to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting five bucks. That's code V-I-A-L-L, and only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort KS. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash football for eligibility, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Wells. Yeah. Can you explain to the audience? why uh, Bachelor in Paradise decided to use an old clip of Demi and Brandon jet skiing. Yeah, is is this season so boring that they needed to pull old footage? But can you help the audience out? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I can see that they're blurred out, so or it's blurry, so whatever. I, it's not 
a boring season. And I think that we do have a, a uh, like a sea due date. So like, I don't know why. I think they just got lazy, maybe. We we can get excited about this season. It's good. I, I can tell you this. Um, I, I am a little frustrated. They spoiled a lot. Gone are the days of like, we don't tell you who's coming down the beach until the episode starts. But they released all the first day's faces, which we've never done in the past. That was always like you had to wait until that first episode. I don't know half of them. Yeah, you do. But I don't remember. Is it? I just feel like they're. I mean, like it's all the stars from the most recent seasons. If you've been watching it. The other thing that we they have, did, they, I guess it's. But maybe. Well, I mean, like. Aaron's a big star. He's there. Aaron. Aaron. Cha- charity season. Yeah. Aaron. Brian. B. He was like third place or second place. I don't know. Yeah, he, I guess yeah. I'm just not seeing star Bra- Braden's there he's a kind of a, a Braden, big name Braden Braden we, we are Braden fans here I yeah. am too yeah and, and and that might be controversial but I'm also, I don't think Aaron's a star but I get what you're saying I mean wait till the season starts I mean I know how it goes but Braden's good because Braden's a TV maker and so like I appreciate that like he looks ridiculous with his earrings and his scarves and everything but like he is down to like enjoy himself in paradise which i think is uh an important thing yeah there are a lot of stars like like going back to they released the intro of the show before the show started which is great but i'm like usually you don't even see that in the first episode because you don't know who's coming down so you can't see the intro because then you'd be like oh i know cat's coming and i know so and so is coming but they released that so i was like man okay so the whole first episode it's kind of like we know what's happening yeah but like in this day and age of DVR and streaming and TikTok, like I think we're going in a like a different direction of like how we're promoting the show. But I will say this, like all the things that you want from Paradise happen in Paradise. We ha- we have a wedding this season, which that doesn't happen every year. That's always that's always cool. And that's always fun. There are, uh, you know, weird things that happen on the beach that are either hilarious or sad. Um you know, there's good breakups. Is there a fall from grace? Is there like a fan favorite who will you will like come to despise? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Maybe we have more of a a redemption story, which is I think is good. Like a bad guy turned good. No, yeah, th- we do have a fall from grace for sure. Um, mm, okay. and then like and then like you know the whole bad the, guy turned good. Well, is it Brayden? <laughs> I, mean, I can't say anything. Actually, I probably can because they're releasing all the stuff before the show yeah. starts anyway. But then, like, you know, the mission statement of the show is, like, people get engaged at the end. And I can say that, like, there is love at the end. So Aww. it's good. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. I, we, we were worried. Well, I don't think that. Demi. I don't think that the reason why the show is, is going to be bad because of Demi on a jet ski. I think it's more of. It was just more. Lazy I, editing. The yeah. thought process was they usually have a lot to work with. We hear from every cast member who's ever graced us uh, on this show talk about how there's so much we don't get to see. Yeah. And blah, 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 blah. And, have them, and then have them pull footage from like three seasons yeah. ago. Was just like a red flag. I didn't even notice it until I saw like Demi, you know, tweet about it or whatnot. Now, like I, w- it would have never, never even occurred to me. I didn't either. Because like the big, the big thing of like that teaser is, I think you can tell it's Cat uh, getting hit by a wave. Mm. Oh yeah. And like absolutely getting fucking demolished. And I was there. For, I saw it. And it was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire. Like it wasn't. It wasn't like. 
a little wave. Like it was nailed them both. They tumbled oh, she got like knocked. Dude, they tumbled like 20 feet, like all the oh way up God. into that big day bed, yeah, yeah. you know? And also the girl who can't poop. Yeah, I'm her. so annoyed that they have released that because it was my favorite thing that happened this season. And it was so funny. Like they even show like the doctor Who talking to her. her to agree to that. It was happening. She was like, I can't shit. Like, oh, no. Oh, no. And I kept on being like in in my you know interviews or ITMs. I was like, let me just get her some tap water. We're in Mexico. Yeah. We can get this out right. real, real quick. quick. Just a couple veggies and <laughs> real quick. And they're like, no, we can't. We don't want to be disparaging to Mexico. I'm like, come on. Everyone knows that Mexican water is dangerous. Like, what are we doing Everyone here? Everyone knows. Yeah. There's not going to be like, like the president, <laughs> president of Mexico is not going to be like, I can't believe you would tell people. You're about not this. coming back. <laughs> what has been your favorite season to film? Like, what do you feel like was the most fun you felt? Nick and I had fun before I was even the bartender. Nick and I had Mm -hmm. fun on season three. I was only there for like six days, but it was my first time getting to meet him. And there uh, were other seasons I know that you bartended where you came back and you were like, dude, messy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I think it was like if there's a super messy moment, like the season that from Joe and Serena where uh, I was like the master of ceremonies and like we had to have a shutdown. And then who was it? Ivan like snuck out of a room oh, yeah. and like that was to me, that was amazing television like that, that, that happened. It sucked because we didn't have any cameras on it because it was a shutdown. But like I had to confront him to be like, dude, did you sneak out of a room? He's like, yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I, honestly, this is a one of my favorite seasons was my first season bartending, which was season four, which was the, the year that we had the shutdown. Oh, yeah. And that sucked because there was this whole scandal and like all of a sudden private eyes and lawyers were involved and we had to shut down for like 10 days. So we only got to film for 10 days. And the fact that we were able to make a television show in that short period of time, I think was like a testament to like how good Elon was at making television shows back then. But that one was fun because we had like a this weird trauma bond because we all got stuck for like 10 days without filming. So we all had like leave the beach. And I remember at that time I was living in Sayulita, like in uh, at a hotel and they'd send a car for me whenever they needed me to come bartend. And so we shut down. They all go back to the Vedanta, which is like the staging hotel, which is in Puerto Vallarta. So it's like 45 minutes away. And obviously, and to no fault of theirs, like they had a lot going on. So everyone goes back over there like Five days go by. I'm by myself in Sayulita. I haven't worked. No one's texting me like, what's going on? And I remember texting being like, what's going on, everybody? And they're like, oh, my God. Sorry, Wells. Is everything okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just a little lonely. What's going on? And they were like, oh, we'll send a car for you right now. And then it was just everyone hanging out by the pool, like waiting to go back to film. That was just like a fun season because we all we hung out so much without cameras on us. And then there was also this like weird scandal that was happening. Um, but you yeah, got really close with everyone. Yeah, and and that was at a time. Those were still like my. I was of age of everybody. I was right. I'm now. Old. I'm now old, and I don't think of myself as like old. But like, this season was the first season that we have like true Gen Zers in there. And like the things that they're saying, I'm like, what the? F- what are you talking about? You know, 
Yeah. And so I think that they'll show it, but it's a lot of me making fun of like, they keep on saying it's giving. I don't know what it's giving. It's giving me a fucking headache. Like, what are you talking about? It's all about the vibes. The vibes, the vibes there. They're not, they're, they might not, they're not be giving. off. And like beige flags are oh, everywhere. Yeah. And, because a red flag at least is, is like, you know it's bad, but beige, you're like, I don't know. And so, Why beige? Beige to me been? is like a quirk. What? Yeah, it's neither good nor like, bad. Yeah, no, but like why? It's an idiosyncrasy we... of your character. Why? Why isn't it like pink? Like some because version... pink would be too close to because red. beige is such a neutral. Well, isn't that the neutral. point? Of a... No, it's like true neutral. True neutral. Pink well, isn't neutral. What is red and green mixed together? Oh, oh my god! Experiment. Where <laughs> is the color wheel? Yeah. yeah, whatever that color is, that should be the thing. It in the probably middle. be some it's form beige. of brown. <laughs> but isn't beige flag is supposed to? A brown or gray color. It's like yellow. It's, it's, okay. Yeah. What's it supposed okay. to represent? Like, we don't it's know. It's just like a quirk or like, uh, yeah. you know, interesting. It's an idiosyncrasy of your character that is not normal. But not offensive. Yes. An ick. Like, no, I showed you. No, no I showed you one. No. I showed you a, a TikTok video the other day and it was like my wife's beige flag is that she is always she always has some slight headache or her stomach hurts or like her body is like aching in some way or she's like. And that is so me where I every day I think I say, oh, my God, like my head hurts. Yeah. My stomach hurts. <laughs> I don't feel good. That's like a beige flag. It's yeah. not necessarily my, my beige flag is I'll start a season of a television show and, and then won't finish it. And like that uh, an, annoys Sarah beyond What's belief. My, what are my beige flags? Uh. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, let me just look at my notes yeah. app. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like leaving cabinet doors open, you know, like. Like yeah. that stuff is not like I wouldn't see that. And be like, oh my god, a red fucking flag! You know, mm. like it's kind of annoying. Like I don't know, beige flag. And then an ick. An ick is like Nick tripped the other day. Yeah, and it gave me the ick. Because <laughs> did, did he trip like not cool? Oh my yeah, god! Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, wait. Do you trip cool? Well, of course he does. Yeah, because I'll like do a somersault and I'll pop back up. Yeah. Did you just fall then, all the way like, over? Yes. Like you know, like you know the opening scene of uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> right, right. No, he just kind of like stumbled on his feet, and I just went ick alert, ick alert, ick alert. <laughs> and he was like, "What the fuck?" Like he feels so sorry. Defeated. I'm just like walking. Like, <laughs> Can Sorry, you, uh, that piece of sidewalk is a little bit more lifted. Came out rest. of nowhere. Yeah. Wait, Natalie, you should start an Instagram series of like Nick's icks. Yeah. No, no, we should totally do that. Yeah. My other one was. Nick's like, yeah, totally. We totally. were in the car and um, he went over a speed bump and he kind of like lifted out of his seat a little bit. <laughs> so you didn't like how gravity was acting upon his body. So. I didn't like how light he looked in that moment. <laughs> Because why didn't I go up, first of all? <laughs> no, know, she like, wants me to, like, okay, strangle someone with my bare hands <laughs> yeah. and, like, just be super <laughs> yeah. manly. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't. Yeah. No. Well, I'm not sure you can answer this, but there was something that happened in the last season of Paradise that caught my eye because oh. it was so similar to Love Island's Casa Amor. Oh, yeah. Did they, like, do that on purpose because Love Island is, like, so popular nowadays were they just like trying to change up the format like do you think that'll be something that comes back i don't know if it, i don't think it's coming back this season i can tell you that i okay. remember when we did it um it's funny because sarah hosts love island yeah, usa exactly. and so yeah we we separated everybody and it was so funny to me because everyone got so angry <laughs> like 
really that's that whole like fuck you jesse palmer <laughs> yeah. which is so funny and i was me. like they do this every season on love island oh, and they don't say yeah. a peep about it they get excited yeah, they well, get uh, thrilled oh yeah they're like we're in <laughs> even if their boyfriend girlfriend said in love the girls are like ah! yeah. like so excited yeah no i remember when like the idea was pitched and i was like yeah we should do that like first of all love island ripped off paradise like originally right okay. so we can good go point. rip off some of their good shit you know sure. no do, do no you and sarah have anymore. like a like a competition no i i do like like this last season of love island usa is really really good it's funny because she was such she is such a bachelor nation fan like loves the show where she will be like i don't like so and so and then I'll be like, I've filmed with them. They're actually quite nice. Like, you know, relax. She's like, no, I don't like them. I don't. If I have to meet them, it's just not going to be good. And I'm always like, dude, chill out. And then I want. That's basically what she said about me for years. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> she, she's come around on Nick. Uh, and but then so the same things happen with with her show. I'm watching it and I'm like, I do not like that guy. That guy is a bad guy. And she's like, no, he's really quite nice. I'm like, no, and I never want to meet him. Who? Sure you can say. <laughs> uh, I don't. So one guy called Sarah like that. She was being rude. Like disrespectful. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. The, and there's a I have a couple thoughts on that. First of all, it's like, dude, this is a television show. Like, what do you what do you think's happening? Like, of course, the host is going to ask, are you sure you want to do this? Because America and all the audience is like, really? Are You're going to get back this? together with this? He's got a hand job like <laughs> from, you know, like, yeah, in a. In a single bed, no less. <laughs> ah. And so that that's kind of frustrating because if I was if I was in her shoes, I would have been like, "What? What are you talking about?" Yeah. And but of course she's you know she's so sweet and was just kind of like taken aback. But like that that frustrated me a little bit. And yeah, so we it's so funny because we've come full circle with the whole thing. Of I will be like, she, "They're cool, like don't worry," and then she'll be like, "They're, they're cool, cool, don't worry." And I'm like, "No, I still." I don't I don't buy it. That is so funny. Yeah, it is. It is cute because Nick would tell me how much Sarah hated him before. And then at the wedding, <laughs> she was like, OK, you'll get home safe. Love you. Yeah. Bye. And I was like, oh, <laughs> she loves you. Y'all have come so far. But you did. You you were the bad guy for a long time in, in the bachelor world. I mean, for like, you know, a season. I feel like for two seasons, you were the bad guy. Oh sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I mean, for a season. Okay, sure. Well, I mean, I guess it really depends on who you ask. You know, I was uh, very much the villain on Andy's season. Then I was more polarizing on Caitlyn's season, but people, you know. Yeah, but everyone was mad at you because you came in late. Everyone. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no. This is how I remember it. Uh, no, she and fucking then, hated me. And then you had a redemption on Paradise or something, right? You you came back and stole everyone's hearts. Not yeah, but then, but then it didn't. But not, not, not really, though. Sarah's. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> well, that's you were you were with somebody, and then you, it seemed like you you dumped them to become the bachelor. So that was the 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 tea. Well, that was like the. Sub if you content. didn't like me, Sarah, that's yes. what. Uh, <laughs> then what you would, you would then, use. Then, that's how you would. Like, I'm, no, no, yeah. I'm still not coming around. Fuck him. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She okay. loves she loves you now, but like that that's a problem. Now. Yeah. Well, it, it's true. She didn't like you back then, but uh, she's or she's just her. a very good actress, which she is. Yeah, yeah. she's a very good actress. Not to stir the pot. Uh, <laughs> speaking yeah. of great actress, Sophie Turner. <gasps> yeah. uh, officially done. It seems like it's getting a little 
nasty. Well, what's really look. sad to me is there's all these like stories online about how she's like a party girl and Joe is at home, you know, like raising the kids while she was out partying, which from like her interviews in the past doesn't actually seem to have been the case. Like she's always been like, I love to be at home. Like I love the pandemic because I love to be at home. Joe is like a social butterfly. I think he's really sad that this is happening. But it's also like a testament to like, where are these stories coming from? Is well, his team thing. putting out these stories? Whether to they're paint true or, or not, yeah. I, who knows? But they, they're, are, they're coming out fairly aggressively. Yeah, like strategic. Yeah, and it feels yeah. very strategic. And I don't know who's talking to like outlets like TMZ, but someone from their camp. And maybe it's not, you know, maybe it's not being approved by Joe, so to speak. But like, yeah, it's it's coming from inside. Yeah, and then the fact that she put out this Instagram statement that was like it was but just he, on her Instagram. It, then he, didn't collab. They didn't oh, they, collab, oh, they, but he. I did check his. It is on his. It's the same. Okay. What does okay. what does the statement say? Statement from the two of us. After four wonderful years of marriage, we have mutually decided to amicably end our marriage. There are many speculative narratives as to why, but truly, this is a united decision, and we sincerely hope that everyone can respect our wishes for privacy. For us and our children. A Meanwhile, over at TMZ, multiple yeah. sources close to the Jonas Brothers told TMZ Wednesday that he either overheard the Games of Thrones actress say something or saw her do something via a ring camera that made him realize the marriage was over. Like, Whoa. what did she do at their door? Like, kiss it someone goodbye? It was you goodbye? with the UPS man and yeah. the pickle jar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Picklegate. Yeah. <laughs> but it's such a bummer that, like, it, it seems like... They there's an effort there's efforts being made to win the breakup. Yeah, I mean and that's a bummer. I don't know if you get to that level of stardom without having like good PR teams on bo in both camps. And so I'm no, not. I, I guess I'm not surprised by this. No, I I hear yeah, you, but true. there is a universe, and maybe we're being naive. Where two uh, relatively young people who had a couple kids together fairly early in their marriage realized. You know, like say the statement, the statement they put out, we took it face value. There's a world where it was just like, hey, like maybe we're just not meant to be together forever, but we respect each other. We clearly both love our children. We want what's best for our kids. And let's just try to do it. And I say this like Vanessa and I didn't have a great relationship at all. We both very much struggled. But to her and I guess my credit, when we broke up, we just we didn't talk about each other. And we really, like, there weren't, like, leaks coming out of each other's camps. And that's something I've always been grateful for because I think we both just struggled. We weren't happy. We broke up. And we just decided not to make it even worse on e each other by trying to win the breakup. And I say this coming from a relationship that wasn't healthy, that didn't have a lot of good in it, you know. Obviously, it's or different. Kids. I feel like kids, it's definitely, you know, I always find it interesting when there's children involved and the parents, like even the Kevin Costner stuff, like they just say such terrible things about the other person. It's like one day your kids will read that you said that about them. Like this is in the like yeah. media forever. I, I, I hope they stop putting out leaks. You know, the, the other thing is that you don't really know what's real and what's not, because I mean. You you know as well as I do, like a lot of times, like sources say there is no source. It's just like what yeah. people think, and you can just put something out under the an anonymity of a source, which is not r a real thing. That's true. That does happen. But quotes like this, they are coming from someone. Now yeah. that someone could be the ring stuff. 
Like the ring camera stuff? Yeah, that's fairly specific. And it's just like coming from someone who clearly has... I don't know. A source told TMZ. Come on. It's TMZ. <laughs> Come on. I don't. And like do we like do we think whatever this is on the ring camera will ever come to light? Cuz now it says the details is unknown, but like do you think someone will maybe leak that footage or I hope not for both of their sakes. I just I, I don't know. And maybe she fucked up. I don't I don't know, but I just I don't know if you really need to win the breakup. Yeah. I think it's more of a like they just grew apart and like started to realize that they were not birds of a feather like she was a homebody he obviously is likes to go out and his job is to go out and perform so i understand that and so maybe they were just like you know what we had a good run and let's, let's get just, out let's, let's just move on yeah yeah i hope we're not talking about this in the weeks to come like kev and his oh there's more oh, on kevin kev. there's more oh, okay his his wife well his ex-wife has come out and said that she vows to enter the workforce after child support payments reduced and she's going to look into furthering her education so that she can get a job, Great. which is sad Amazing. because it, she's also admitting that her handbag business isn't doing very well. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's true. No. She, she's a handbag bad. designer. She's famously a handbag designer. That's how they refer to her in a lot of these articles. So why isn't uh, she getting the money that she wants? She, <laughs> she wants asked for so much. <laughs> she asked for like 30 grand more than yeah. what she, then she got getting. less. And then so how, much, she, how much is she getting a month? 60,000. You can live on sixty thousand dollars a month. Well, but she's her rental is forty k. Okay, so then a month. you <laughs> move. And her kids <laughs> are break that lease. Yeah. Their, their kids are, have uh, luxury in their DNA. So that's what she said. That's what she said. That's actually what her lawyer said. Well, the kids are, are yeah. The kids are fine. I assume. Like right. if they need, they still have co- dad college tuition <laughs> yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Well, and the best was we covered this in our reality recap. The forty k rental. She was like kind of describing it and what is on the property, and she said. Uh, what my boys have to share a bathroom and my daughter has to share her bathroom with the rest of the house mm. like aka it's in the hallway and yeah. when my guests stay in the pool house they have to come into the main house to use the bathroom oh. yeah it sounds like a shitty piece of property come on what is this about bethany franco got inspo from oprah and diane ah, yes a good one so obviously we covered bethany frankel's uh interview with rachel levis from vanderpump rules um, so she shared some behind the scenes videos of her prep for the interview and what that looked like. So <laughs> there was a the whole out of this. <laughs> there was a whole like daily schedule. It said like 9 a.m. Rachel Glam, 11 a.m. Uh, Bethany Glam. And then they had their photo shoot to promo the interview in the 11:30 schedule. 30 a.m. Fuck over Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> and it literally said on the kind of schedule for the day photos inspo Oprah slash Diane Sawyer style. So that's what they were trying to channel. She put that out? Yes. Wow. Not to completely go on left turn here, but have you seen all the drama with the Oprah and The Rock uh, trying to raise money in Hawaii? Yeah, a little bit. No. The Rock said he donated $5 million and then Oprah was also, but then like Oprah released a video trying to explain like why it's not going directly to so it's similar to uh i watched this great um thing on netflix about the um johnny depp case i'm not sure if you guys saw it uh it's similar <laughs> to that where like um they've pledged a bunch of money uh mm. and so that means doesn't mean that they've given it but i guess the, the thing that everyone's upset about is that oprah and the rock have asked people to donate whilst being like well, we billionaires and then to the most recent thing i saw and this could all be wrong from tiktok um but Jason Momoa came out and was like, this isn't right. 
like you shouldn't be asking people to donate when you have all this money and all this stuff. So, but they haven't actually donated. They've pledged it. Yeah. So I, I assume that they're going to. But anyways, it's it's not a great look for Oprah and or the Rock or the Rock, I who guess. are like two of the most wealthy I think, like, people in yeah. Hollywood. And also, I feel like just like respected people. No, I mean they're like they have a good brand. Right? Yeah. They've got like a pretty good reputation yeah. and like this is very unlike their character. It would be like if Wells It would be like if money. Wells pledged money. Yeah. Yeah. If I pledge money, they like figures. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was a villain on all the fucking yeah. seasons. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what villains do. Sarah told us about yeah. him. We didn't Sarah listen. warned us. <laughs> uh, do, what, uh, are we ready for uh, texting office yes. hours? Okay. Well, speaking of Sarah and your guys' love stories. I have chosen a texting office hours caller that I thought would be very fitting because, as we know, Natalie and Nick met via Instagram DM. And Wells and Sarah met on Twitter during the summer of 2017 while Wells was a bartender on Bachelor in Paradise. Fans quickly took note of the two flirting publicly. So, yes, I think we will all enjoy this caller who has successfully slid into a DM. Okay. But needs to take it to the next next step. step. Okay. All right. Base, we were just traveling. I saw a ton of base luggage out there. And let me tell you, people were noticing it's a luxury uh, luggage without the luxury prices. If you want to be a cool person, you got to have base. That's that's what I've learned on the it's road. It's not only trendy, but it's functional, too. I love their weekender bag because I get sick and tired of having to like bring a carry on with wheels or wheel something around. Sometimes I just want to throw it over my shoulder. It looks good. I love that it has a whole compartment at the bottom just for shoes. All of the pockets on the inside make sense. I can slide my laptop in it and then it just folds shut really perfectly. You can fit so much in it. I feel like it's your Mary Poppins bag. Well, if you're wondering why base luggage has style and taste, well, it's because it was created by actress Shay Mitchell, who apparently reeks of style and taste to make sleek, affordable bags, luggage and accessories designed to help you travel effortlessly while looking fashionable. So... I don't know what you guys are waiting for. Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews, so you know it is reliable and great. Built-in weight indicator, weight bags for your dirty clothes. That built-in weight indicator, money. So money. Just cool, sleek luggage that is reliable. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15, that's 1-5% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That's B-E-I-S travel.com. Slash V-I-A-L-L. Go to base travel.com slash V-I-A-L-L for 15% off your first purchase. Again, base travel.com slash V-I-A-L-L. All you city walkers out there who are often braving the inclement weather, it really sucks when you're out there. There's nothing worse than wet feet. And like damp feet. You actually like walk in the city and you step like accidentally step in a puddle. And just having a little dampness in your feet is the worst feeling, especially if you're walking the rest of the day. Well, I've uh, recently solved that problem because I discovered Vessi. Vessi is making really cool, stylish footwear that's waterproof. If you go to their, their website, uh, you'll be amazed by the option. You, will, you just won't think they're waterproof. They don't look like not waterproof shoes, which kind of makes them great. Because usually you would think of like like rubber boots and sh- you know stuff like that. Well, and the best is the variety that they have. So they not only have sneakers, but they also have slip-on options for women, like the boardwalk slip-on. They also have the weekend Chelsea, which is more of like a boot with a higher, uh, what do you call that? Like higher ankle. Yeah. Yeah. And so you could really, you could stock up your whole closet with Vessi. Everything from your slip-ons to your sneakers to your boots. So if you're someone out there who's constantly walking the streets and, you know, especially when it rains out there and you're just tired of having damp, soggy feet, you got to check out Vessi because 
first, your feet will be dry. Second, you're just, they're just super comfortable shoes. And they're stylish, sleek, and fun. So if you're looking to upgrade your footwear, keeping them dry and comfortable, you got to check out Vessi.com. That's V-E-S-S-I.com slash V-I-A-L-L to get yourself a pair today. That's V-E-S-S-I.com. Vessi.com slash V-I-A-L-L to get the shoes that you need and want. How's it going? Hi, I'm good. My name's Jessica, and I'm 28. How can we help, Jessica? So I successfully slid into a podcaster's DM and don't know how to go to the next level. Woo! We love that. Yeah. <laughs> we love a DM slide. Do we, do we know this person? Do I know this person? Uh, uh, possibly. Okay. I think, I think you might. I don't know if the girls will. Ooh. Oh, great. All, All right. right. But like, how, how, how much do you trust us? because <laughs> like we definitely um, won't air, we definitely won't air it but we also want to know so she told us who it is but you can't know um, sorry all right. um what do you mean by successful so just because like he's had a podcast like i've um followed him for like a little bit and then kind of just like one day was like you know what's scary like we'll both single like why not what's the it can't hurt so I kind of just like slid in and we started talking. Um, his company did like a little bit of a relocation. So where he was originally living, I was only like 30 minutes away from. So it wasn't like that big of a deal. But like he was very honest about like, hey, like I'm relocating in like two months. So I didn't want he didn't want to like start anything. But I'm relocating due to a job soon because of it and it's actually closer to where he is and now i kind of want to like shoot my shot and like he recently was in a city that i frequent i go to a decent amount and he like reached out to me and was like hey do you happen to be here this weekend just because like i finally like we haven't met yet so it's like do i even try or wait he reached out to you know. or you reached... <laughs> he reached out to her and said what was your yeah. first message yeah to him Mine to Nick was your unreal. So like it doesn't have, <laughs> it doesn't have to be that creative. Um, my very first one was just like in relation to the podcast. Okay. That he okay. So he reached out to you and, and wanted you to come meet up with him at this, uh, at this other city. Did, did you not want to do it? So he, he was there for a bachelor party. So uh, he only like reached out once he was already there. Cause he was like, I didn't know like what the itinerary was going to be like. So I didn't want to ask you to come in advance if like, I wasn't going to actually be able to spend time with you. But like they ended up having like a half day free. So he was like, do you, do you just happen to be here? And I wasn't. Um, but now that we're going to be living closer to each other. Now how long ago was that? Not? How long ago was that? And then what happened after you were like, Oh no, sorry. Unfortunately I'm not. Like, how long ago was that? Two weeks. Two weeks. And has there been any dialogue between the two of you since Yeah, then? so, like, we pretty much, like, talk, like, almost every day, every other day. Okay. Um, and then I was supposed to go, actually, to the city that now he lives in for a girl's trip in October, but plans have changed, and I'm not doing that. So I kind of want to be like, all right, look, this trip got canceled, but I'm still willing to come out. Like, I'm okay with, like, getting a hotel room, like, you know, so there's not that pressure. But I don't really know if I should do it that way or like really what to do. What are y'all talking about? Like, could you read uh, us a couple of your messages? Oh my God. We really just like talk about, like, it's so weird. Like, we talk about like a little bit of everything. 
Like it's just natural. Like y'all just have natural. I just want to like. I want to hear the vibe. You know, I want to. Well, the vibe. You know what the vibe is because he's he's been wanting to meet up with her a bunch of times now. Yeah. And also going on a bachelor party and taking time out of a bachelor party to go hang out with someone else. That that means something to me because when I'm on a bachelor party. One, the, the unwritten rule of a bachelor party is you never before you never go hang out with some chick. You never bring some chick back to the bachelor party. And the fact that he wants to do that means that, like, I think he's he's into it. That's my thought. Well, it certainly means he's down to have sex for sure. <laughs> I, I, I don't I'm not saying that's all it means, but you could go to a bachelor party and kind of get all horned up, yeah. so to speak, and not want to, you know, pay for the stripper yeah. or or you know or things like that and then think oh well there's this girl i've been talking to I, you know yeah so like even when i told him about like the possible girls weekend because i had told him that because he's like any chance you have to, to be coming this way anytime soon so when i told him that he was like so does this mean i'll finally be able to like get to meet you and like will we be able to like at least grab a drink at the very least and i was like it's all right now tbd and like up in the air but i'll definitely like keep you posted you said that to him. Yeah. Okay. I love so now the, like, uh, that trip I, isn't happening. Okay. You haven't updated him on the fact that the girls' trip isn't happening. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't know if I should kind of just be like, so are, this trip isn't happening, but I'll, I'm still down to like come out. To are you FaceTiming at all? Yeah. We FaceTime more than we text, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. Has because there been like, any so sexting of any kind? Just flirty, not like dirty sexting. No dick pic or anything. Yeah. No, okay. no, no, no. That's respectable. A, that's a yeah. There was a lot of times with like because of his job, he's so busy that like he'll be like, "Hey, can you jump jump on like a quick Facetime, or can I just call you?" Like, it's easier than just going back and forth and texting. And this so is I'm happening like, hey, almost well, every day. Maybe three days in between at the max, but yeah, pretty yeah, consistent. Some, so there's regularity. That's, yeah. Okay. That's yeah, not yeah, yeah. Nothing. And like he reaches out a lot first too. So what what is your hesitancy? Like, I'm glad you called and we're happy to help. But like, why mm -hmm. do you feel like you have to think about this or kind of overthink it? So because like when it was like just a girl trip, it was kind of like, OK, you're already going to be here. Let's just grab a quick drink and see if we even vibe. Now it'd be like, I don't even know you and I'm flying to a different city for you. And like, I think I don't want to like come on too strong of him, like thinking like, oh, she's just going to want to come here, stay here for a weekend, and like kind of jump into something. Where like I'm like no 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 like that's not it but like I don't really know how to word something like do that you, to him. Or... Do you already ha have the flight or like you still have the flight there because of the girls trip? No no no. So the flight was never booked. We okay. were figuring out dates and then it just didn't work out. So do you have, have any friends who live in the city? Um, not really. So I mean, Natalie I... lied about like gonna go visit some friends when we yeah, first met so... up. She's like, I have a ton of friends to visit, and I was like, sure. Well, Nick, <laughs> we go ahead. You have no friends. No, it yeah. wasn't like that. But we both knew that she. We. I I had given him two weekends that we were considering, and he was like, "I'll be around this one, not the other one." So like, I kind of wanted to be like, "Okay, so we're coming here this weekend," and then just like, you should just say, like, "Hey, I'll... I'm gonna be in town this weekend." Like, would love to. Like, you don't need to necessarily give him like your itinerary like and like your like what you know all of your plans are just be like hey i'm gonna be in town like would love to grab a drink or dinner or whatever and then obviously the next day if he's free you can be like yeah i'm free too like i don't know no yeah i, do, I don't <gasps> i disagree with that really yeah that's exactly what i did to nick but if, yeah but it made me think you were a little sketchy yeah to be honest. i would think the same thing if, if i was in this guy's shoes and i i, I 
she was there under the pretense of this girl's trip. And then we're hanging out every day. And I'd be like, what's going on with this girl's trip? Yeah. Like, are you not going to hang out with them at all? And then she has to explain herself. Then that does come across as like. Like, I didn't want to lie. Happened? No, yeah, I think yeah, she yeah. can say that the girl's trip is canceled, but then just be like, but I'm still like going to come to town. Yeah, I agree. She can, I think the one lie you can tell is I already booked the flights. Yes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's why I asked that question. Why do we need to lie about that? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm open to any option, but I'm just curious as to so, why. The reason why I'm so hesitant is because of his following. It's like I didn't want him to come like me come on too strong or like be like, what's this girl up to? Like. He responded I, to you. He's reaching out to yeah. you on a regular basis. You're not it's the first. <laughs> you're not the first girl who slid into his DMs. And I, I guess what I'm saying, I remember when Nat, like we, were, you know, and Natalie and I were like kind of feeling each other out when we were like trying to like decide whether we wanted to meet up. But like I do remember Natalie, like mentioning about, like oh I have some friends to visit. I just remember thinking, you know, we're we're playing this game. But as someone who like this person, you know, had some, uh, was in the public eye and had a show like it. I, I just in general, it's always makes you feel nervous when you get a sense that they're not just being fully transparent. Yeah. Granted, I met Natalie and she very much calmed my nerves. Mm -hmm. Like once I met up with her, you know, but I didn't know her and we had only talked and we we're talking on a really regular basis. So like the best thing I think you can do is just you know, be honest. And you're talking every day. You're FaceTiming. I don't think it's nuts for you to be like, listen, girl's trip fell through. And then if in the same sentence or a day later, you can be like, I don't know. I don't know if this sounds crazy, but like, yeah, like I know we've tried to meet up a couple times, but like, I want to like, I want to meet you. Like, think about it. What's crazier? Actually saying to this guy who you've been talking to on a regular basis that you're willing to get on a plane, that's a couple hundred bucks and go see him. Or is it more crazy to regularly FaceTime each other, having never met and continue to do so with no intention of ever meeting up? I think the latter is actually a little nuttier. No, same. And I wanted a guy's perspective. That's why I'm here. Because yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. Isn't it just crazier? Just why keep FaceTiming and everything if we're not going to put in that effort to at least make an attempt? And again, you're not, you're not reaching out to him and say, I want to date. You know, I would yeah, no, no. keep it pretty casual. I, you know sound like a fuck boy you know kind of just keep it like chill it's like hey i want to I, I want to meet up if you met up would you would your expectation be if things go right we'll hook up or are you more reserved in that department typically i'm more reserved okay have you guys talked about stuff like that um a little bit yeah okay you know you do run the risk of getting on a plane and flying to see a guy and having the expectations you know be around sex and I think, again, confidence is always attractive. I think there's nothing mm -hmm. wrong with saying, if, if you hit him up and say, listen, the girl's trip fell through, I'd still love to meet you. And he's like, you know what, honestly, if you're willing to come, I'd love to hang out. And you're like, cool. I think there's something to be said between now and when you get on the plane to say, like, setting expectations. Like, hey, you seem great, but I just, I want to make sure, like, tell him what's not going to happen. That's fine. And if he gives you a weird vibe, then you can decide not to go, you know? No guy worth your time is going to reach out to you on a regular basis, FaceTime you, have you come out, and even if you express some reluctance about the expectations of any type of physicality in the relationship, uh, he's not going to be a dick if he's worth your time. Right, exactly. And I, I don't think you should overthink it, and I don't think you should uh -huh. try to come up with something, some story 
that's not going to make sense to him later and have him go, wait, did you, I thought you said something different like a week ago. Yeah. Like you don't want to give, right. you don't want to give him a reason to think you're not being fully straight with him. If he's reaching out to you, there is some interest. I don't know if there's an interest more than a physical hookup. I don't know. You'll have to figure mm-hmm. it out for yourself, but I don't think he's going to panic if you're like, yeah, I want to see you. And if he does, then <laughs> then you know where you stand, right? If he's like, whoa, whoa, I don't know yeah. about that, then it's like, okay, you're wasting my time. Then I don't know why we're FaceTiming. Yeah, Let's... it would be weird for him to say no. Yeah. Right, that's true. But yeah, I agree. like, why make this effort? I agree with what he, what Nick is saying and just say, hey, listen, bro, Um, like the girl's trip fell through, but I was really excited to meet you and I still have that weekend open. I, I was thinking maybe I should still come there and we can get a drink and hang out. You know, what do you say? And I'm sure he'll be like, hell yeah, come. And then you're going to be like, okay. No, what you could do, you could say, hey, listen, I want to come. I'm going to book my own hotel. And, you know, like, I just want to have like a fun weekend in this city and kind of set the expectations. Don't lie. Don't be like, I have a ton of people to see, but just you want to go to the city as an independent person and go have fun. And if he's available, you want to hang out with him. But don't oversell it because if you're going to go, you want to hang out with him. You don't want to sound like right. you have plans yeah. so much, you know. But I'm just saying, hey, I'm going to get a hotel room mm-hmm. is more like that's you setting the expectation that you're not planning on crashing at his place. You're not planning on playing house for a weekend. And right. you, maybe you can make a joke. I'm going to get a hotel room because if you, if you, if you make it weird when I first meet you, yeah. You know, kind of tease him, you know, like acknowledge that it might be fucking weird and he might be weird and that he might murder you or, you know, like make a joke about it, you know, Mm -hmm. because that usually will break the ice. Like Nally and I joked about that where I was just like, don't murder me, you know, and she's like, same, you know, and like acknowledge (laughs) the fact that you're two people who have never met each other and you're doing this kind of little slightly crazy thing about going, getting on a plane into a city of a guy you never met. Just acknowledge it. And usually mm-hmm. we acknowledge the awkwardness in a situation. It makes things less awkward, I have found. So what do you think we should, he should, she should text him? Are you going to call him or FaceTime him? Or do, you, do we think she should text this? Or say I was just going to say, should I just do it like when we talk on the phone next, you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Just yeah. bring it up naturally. Be like, hey, mm-hmm. exactly what they've said. Girls trip kind of fell through, I'm sure, but I'm still down. I'm sure during that conversation, there will be something brought up about like how we haven't met or wanting to meet or what if know? just for fun, I just think maybe we text them and just say girls trip fell through, but I still want to see you and see what he says. Do y'all text a lot or would he be like, or, like, or is your, your natural form of communication FaceTime? Uh, we text. Uh, sometimes, but like, if we text, it's typically like a little bit later, just because of work hours and stuff like that. Right. Okay. So, you, but you FaceTime mainly. Yeah, it's just easier because there is a time zone change between yeah. him and I. So sometimes it's easier just hop on a FaceTime. I think everyone's overthinking it. I think that next time you FaceTime, because <laughs> I'm sure he's he is probably anticipating and looking forward to this girls trip because he gets to meet you. So next time you guys are FaceTiming, I think you should just be like, yeah, so the girl's trip fell through. But I saw that weekend open and I was looking forward to seeing you. What are your thoughts on me coming out there? I'm going to get my own, own hotel room. So don't don't worry about like having to put me up. Uh, like, but what do you think? And if he's like, yeah, I was looking forward to seeing you, then it's easy. And if he's like, I don't know, then you can be like, OK, I don't know what we're doing here. And are we just going to FaceTime forever? 
that's kind of what I was thinking too, but I wanted to like your guys' perspective. Yeah, I, I think it, whatever you're most comfortable with is fine. I think texting is fine. If, if FaceTime is a little harder, but well, I mean, people nowadays just have a hard time. It's a little more awkward. It's easier to text anything. No? Yeah, but she says her main communication with him generally no, is they're most comfortable If she's comfortable with it, that's great. Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying. It, mm -hmm. she, it's also great to do it on FaceTime because you can see his face that's and true. see how he responds. True. You Texting is always ambiguous. You don't really know how. Or you could say, hey, girl's trip fell through. And then see what he, how he reacts. He could just be like, oh, bummer. I was looking forward to seeing you. Yeah, I mean, but you said, you said yeah. confidence is, is attractive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Just, I'm throwing out options <laughs> yeah. here. Okay, no, well, I've um, made my decision. This is what yeah. it is. Just call him up and say, I love you. Yeah, yeah. basically. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I love you. I love you so much. Uh, well, we need an update for yes. sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I uh, but I don't think it's crazy. I think nowadays, mm -hmm. honestly, more and more people are meeting like this and they're meeting in long distance situations. You know, it's, it's this weird thing where social media and dating apps give us all this access to people. You know, you can match with them. You can sign in anyone's DM and we might as well take advantage of that because people aren't unfortunately going out as much at, like to bars or just social activities and like having the courage to walk up with someone and people will just figure it out. You can get on a plane. The world is smaller. Mm -hmm. It's not that great. Everyone's doing what you're thinking about doing. So it's not, mm -hmm. it's not, it's just not that weird. And the fact that you guys are communicating on a regular basis, it's getting to the point where it's more weird that you haven't done this yet. Give us an update. Yeah. Good luck. Right, you got it. Good. All right. Thanks. Bye. I think that is about it. Well, other than what Tom Tom Sandoval is playing hero at their rap party. Do you what think is, that was staged? What does that mean? There is this video that's floating around, and it oh, was like the they're all dressed the up at like some like gala, a ball, or whatever. And then like some fan like throws a chair or something, and here, watch this. No, someone, the wine someone throws a wine a yeah. wine at somebody, and then he picks up the chair to like keep him. This guy. That's nuts. But by the way, have you ever watched Vanderpump Rules? Oh my God, yes. Okay, so Sarah recently started watching the entire thing, so I am watching it. Yeah, we've been watching it since season one. We went back. Really? We're recapping. And a lot of people throw glasses of water and stuff at people. And that to me is crazy because that is not a normal thing. No. I don't know if I've ever really I seen that. I kind of want to do it, though. Yeah, but like, that's what if you're wearing something really nice? But also, like, this is different because it's not just the, the water. It's the full glass. Yeah. It's well, not even just the liquid. But he loses a cup. They're obviously filming here. Yeah. Like, this is obviously for the show. You don't uh -huh. think, uh, so you think this is staged? Yes. I wonder who this guy is. I mean, he gets, like, choked out by that guy. But yeah, it was, it I was who he is. Tom Sandoval rushing to the scene. Well, you know. Why are all course. these flowers and things already on the ground? They were, all, they were, they were already throwing stuff. This has already been a messy, well, a messy night. Mid fight. Yeah. I never thought it would be a man without socks on. And that who is that? And why is he to there? the rescue? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Stay tuned to find out. Whoa. <laughs> Are you liking Vanderpump? Yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. I don't, I, I don't, I feel bad because my manager reps like all of them. So, I know. So yeah. I have to like hear all the stuff that he's having to deal with. What is, does your manager think he's uh, Tom Sandoval? What's your manager think of Tom Sandoval? <laughs> he, lo like he, you... he loves him. He reps him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I just feel bad for my manager because he's like, I got to deal with. Like, I'm busy. The, yeah, I, gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> I'm like, okay, are you ever gonna need have time for need me? To, need to talk to me about a job or something? <laughs> Anything? 
Yeah, no, I think it, I think it's good. I don't really have thoughts on it. I really don't care. I really enjoy the show. Well, could you imagine having um, a six-inch surgical tool found inside of your body 18 months after having a C-section? That was a wo- could big, you imagine? <laughs> crazy turn of events. Could you imagine, though? No, I couldn't imagine right? that. That would have... I learned this from Natalie last night. If it happens, it, it's the surgical technologist's fault. Oh, yeah. They didn't... I mean, the doctor obviously takes fault with the family and whoever, but I would get in a lot of trouble because you have to count everything before. Oh, because this is your job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whoa. So you have to count it all before the body's completely sewed up. You do like yeah. three separate counts. Of Why are you all leaving the stuff in there, though? What? Yeah. Like what? I don't it, it was a retractor. So it's something that you use to like hold yeah, yeah, yeah. the body open. And I guess they just like reckless. Have you ever seen something like that? Normally, it's like laps or like like gauze, yeah. you know, that gets left in people. But it's, I've seen it like twice. Not my cases, because I'm obviously perfect. Um, <laughs> duh. Uh, but I have like heard of it in the hospital. They'd be like, we have a, this is what's going on in this room or this OR. We got to take this lap out. Yeah. But a six inch tool, that'd be painful. Here's my question. When you cut someone open to do a surgery, does it stop bleeding? Or is it just always bleeding? No, you have like um, a like, bovie, which is a cautery, and you like burn the little vessels so it stops All around bleeding. it? Yeah. Okay. So you're constantly using that to like stop the bleeding. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And then, so then when you sew them back up, that heals and then all of a sudden they work again? Uh, I mean, yeah. There's just Hopefully. also like, you have so many that it's not really... Because my thought would be like, this guy... Like, he won't stop bleeding. Like, right, how can you right. see anything? Right, yeah. So if I cut so, myself, it bleeds until whatever. Yeah, so typically, and sometimes there's so much blood, you can't even see where it's coming from. Yeah. So you just, so you just burn use, everything. <laughs> well, you use like... Um, Blowtorch. Like tweezers, and you just pinch where you think it is, and then you put the cautery on that metal Whoa. thing, and it just burns the entire That's area. Crazy. So you're just like trying to get What's that What's the grossest thing you've seen? Oh my gosh. What's something that made you go... Um... Like we, I was in um, a vascular surgery once and we cut the entire leg open and there was a bunch of holes in this one vein. So we were basically sewing up all the holes. I don't remember his diagnosis. Um, I don't really ever get to know that. Yeah. So he had holes in his veins. Yes. So we had cut his entire leg open and the surgeon handed me the end of his vein ah. out of his body and there was it was like pulsing ah. I, I felt like the heartbeat and you had to like pinch it just so like it wouldn't be spurting it. blood i just like held it outside of the and he was just like working on the other ones and i'm just like holding his vein and it's throbbing and pulsing and yeah that was pretty is your gnarly. vein blue is it when it's, you're holding it is it still blue or is it red no it's like this a is my pa- show now it's like, <laughs> a, it's like a paley color kind of it is yeah it's okay. like a fleshy color now that it's everyone's really left the show because they're all grossed yeah. out. Bye. Sorry. Speaking of gross, did you see the diarrhea plane footage? Oh, I lo- oh yeah. Oh, I, I heard the audio. <gasps> oh, yeah. I was there. <laughs> so, it was yeah, you. It was me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was, I was coming back from Joe's <laughs> wedding. Could you imagine? Uh, I shit all over myself. <laughs> they had to like change the carpet. Would you ever shit in a plane? Have you shit in a plane? I shit every in time I go toilet? on a plane. Really? It like stops your bowel movement. You mean I just thought. like normal in the toilet? Yeah, no, 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 no. This particular story, he shit like all. Oh, I know, but I'm saying his next question just as simple as it sounds. I would never. You've never shit in a plane? No. How do you control it? Yeah, what do you got? Your base. My body says not here. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) my body knows better. This is yuck, (laughs) yuck. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll shake I the plane. I don't need to be, be like, say it's tyke and like, no. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't. This person couldn't even make it to yeah, the like restroom. The, you know, like that would be my nightmare to walk out of the bathroom and be like, yeah, don't go in. Could you imagine? <laughs> like, you, don't, you can't control it. Like this person, I've shit my own pants. Like it's not controllable. This, this yeah. person just did this in the middle of like their seat or like just, the person around I think them. They had like, a, you know, bad fish. And I don't. Yeah. Sometimes you shit yourself. This sometimes poor, you got holes in your veins. This, and they had to land. That is like that person probably felt so much shame. Sure. Dude. Oh my god! You probably can't you control just, it. How do you recover from that, though? Do you want to hear a funny story? Duh. Uh, so speaking of shitting your pants, so in our house we have cameras, obviously for security reasons and stuff. But a lot Let's of see. a lot of it, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But a lot of it's for like um Porn. to watch the dog, yeah. like oh, when we're gone, yeah, like just sure. make sure Boo's doing okay. Yeah. And so Sarah's in Fiji filming Love Island, and I'm just at home, and I watch TV, and then I go upstairs, and uh, I go to the bathroom and then I get uh, a call from Sarah and she goes, what are you doing? And I was like, what? I'm I'm changing um, and I'm about to go on a run. And she goes, yeah, but what were you doing? <gasps> and I was like, nothing. And she goes, it looks like you were taking a dick pic on <gasps> the cameras downstairs. And she was like, so I thought I was going to get a dick pic. And then I, and then did I didn't. didn't. So what are you doing? And I was Where'd like. Where'd the dick pic go? Yeah. I said, okay, fine. We have to do this. <gasps> no. I have to be honest with no. you. No. I farted and I thought I shit myself. So I got up and I like, <laughs> I was wearing shorts. And so I went like this, but I'm holding my phone. And I with look, a flashlight? No, like just, I'm just <laughs> holding my phone and I go like this to make sure that I hadn't shit my pants. <gasps> And I hadn't, but it looks like I I I, I, like taking, I take yeah. a dick pic and then I walk off. And but that also that's like a weird dick pic. Uh, yeah, yeah, just well, like a little well, like, was I'll, just like I'll a sweatpants version. I'll show you the video. I've got it. I've got the video. Please, but like, so it's it's my, you, the video shows my back. So I'm like walking away with my phone. Then I go like this. Oh. So you can see I'm holding my phone. Anyways, um, so those cameras need to leave our house. That's love. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes you have a questionable fart. Yes. All right, you know, Nick is it, definitely is it lonely in your ivory tower of perfection? You've never sharded a little bit. I mean, wow. ever? Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or thought you had like you're like, oh, that's questionable. No, one came to mind, but it's a TM's, TMI story. All right. Well, well, I suppose everything well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it that? was. I was. I was having a. It was a long time ago, and I was rendezvousing with. Um, oh, okay. A lady. We hate a BN story. What? We hate a BN story. Yeah. Yeah, I had a hot dog at the airport. <laughs> well, that was your first In Chicago, mistake. and uh, I had to leave the... Like, I, I went down to the hotel lobby to... Oh, yeah. To, like, handle the situation and threw away those underwear. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. By, by, by the way, I'm married now, and, like, our, my wife has seen everything. She's just seen me think I shit myself on... Uh, Cameras, on the yeah. camera but i still if i have a, if i know it's going to be a bad poop and then we're at the hotel i will go and use like that that is polite at, yeah. at, at joe and serena's wedding that poor spa bathroom oh no i've seen <laughs> some shit literally <laughs> they're like oh fuck wells is back <laughs> oh yeah no, I, sir, we're closed, I, we're uh, closed. Yeah. especially in new york you're those, not using the sauna <laughs> those rooms are small in new york so yeah yeah i 
I'm definitely going down to the hotel lobby. I think it's a good play. Yeah. That's love. That is you know? love. Just Nick also just like, we have just separate toilets. Yeah. You know, like, I just don't even want to, I don't need to know. Yeah. But in hotels, like, you have to That's use. your only one. Yeah. Hotel yeah. lobby. Yeah, yeah exactly. The spa yeah. at the uh, <laughs> Charleston place. place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that poor but place. But not a fucking plane <laughs> not a plane yeah that is that is terrible can't control you it. just can't get comfortable in that tight room you know people <laughs> knocking like waiting there's a line like, waiting for you the lighting in there is, is great that, that, that mirror i've never looked better than i do in the there's nothing shitter worse than being rushed when you're going number two i'll take my time that's what i'm saying but like people knocking the, the pressure, i just would be yeah. like oh the worst no one knocks i can see it's not vacant but then you know you I open know that door and there's a line of people like, like uh, waiting around the door. Uh, oh no, that is yeah, that's rough. Anyway, Wells, always a pleasure. <laughs> what a- I'm sorry, I feel like I ruined this entire show <laughs> in the last thirty minutes. Uh, thank you for having me on. It's always, always good to see good you guys. To see you. Please uh, let our audience know all the great things you're doing, where they can find you, follow you, listen to you. Social media at Wells Adams. Uh, Bachelor in Paradise starts airing on September twenty uh, eighth on ABC and the next day on Hulu. So go watch that. And if you want to listen to my podcast, I've got two. One's called uh, YFT. I do it with Brandy Cyrus. It's called Your Favorite Thing, um, where we talk about our favorite things. It's kind of like this actually, where we just kind of shit, uh, shoot the shit. And then I do a cooking podcast with Food Network's star Tyler Florence, where uh, we talk about food and cooking, and that's called Two Guys, Two Dudes in a Kitchen. <gasps> Oh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Check all those great things out. We're back next week. Obviously, we got our we're back to our regular schedule programming after Labor Day week. But uh, be sure to check out uh, Ask Nick on Mondays. We have a great episode for you on Reality Recap on Tuesday. Some of the uh, couples uh, from the Ultimatum will be with us. Who do we got? We got Roxanne and Antonio, Antonio. and Alex and Cat and Alex and Cat. Mm-hmm. So. That should be spicy and fun. We look forward to talking to them both. Uh, so a lot to get into. And then uh, Tyler Cameron joins the show next week on Going Deeper, checking, uh, catching up with Tyler. We'll obviously be talking about our time on Special Forces a little bit, but really just kind of catching up with Tyler, see what he's been up to, all the great things he's been working on. It's been a while since Tyler's been on, ever since. I don't, it's before my time. Way before your time. It was, it was F- AFR, Hannah season. So Damn. good to have Tyler back. How long so, you been doing this? Wow. <laughs> Also, don't forget, we got another episode of Better Date Than Never live tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern. Be sure to check that out. It's wacky fun talking about all your wild sexcapades, escapades, dating stories, and more. Be sure to check that out. It's a lot of fun. People popping off in the chaps, making chaps, chaps, (laughs) making friends. I don't know. You'll have fun. We'll see you there. Bye.